0: This is the Epilogue Audio Experience.
1: Welcome to today's edition of the Passion People Podcast. In today's episode, uh, we'll get a chance to listen to Nikhil Fotado who is a Mysore-based serial entrepreneur, is what he calls himself, and uh, who is the founder of uh, Miraku Media in Mysore. And uh, he started his first company or his first initiative uh, when he was 18. And we're going to dive into what other things that he thought about, how he was able to reach the stage he is today, and um, what are the things that he would recommend to young, aspiring entrepreneurs. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, I'm going to hand it over to Nikhil. Uh, thank you so much, Nikhil, for uh, taking time out of your schedule. Thanks, man. Uh, go, could you introduce yourself uh, to our uh, listeners and uh, you can just start off with a little bit of your story?
0: Yeah, so I think you did a pretty good uh, introduction right there. Uh, so, uh, like you said, I'm uh, Nikhil, I'm uh, a serial entrepreneur. Uh, I started uh, my journey with entrepreneurship when I was 18, uh, just before I joined college. And uh, it's been almost uh, seven years right now, uh, doing what I've been doing, uh, as you said, following my passion. And uh, what happened is that uh, uh, I'm an entrepreneur by chance and not choice. Uh, I started designing as a hobby, and today uh, that's what I do for a living. Uh, But I'm actually a mechanical engineer by profession. Uh,
1: You've completed your education. You're not a college dropout. Yeah,
0: yeah. uh, What do you say by God's uh, grace uh, <laughs> completed my engi- uh, engineering and uh, like I, I used to tell people you know to my surprise I finished my engineering <laughs> um, and uh, uh, it's been a great journey you know right from uh, the start of engineering to, to now mm-hmm. where we are today and uh, one thing that uh, I always uh, love is to get other people to follow their passions and their dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, because. Uh, it happened to me by uh, chance, but it could happen to someone else by choice. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, basically, uh, I started off uh, when I was my first year of engineering, mm-hmm. designing stuff and doing things for colleges and things mm-hmm. like that. And uh, it slowly, you know, turned into a business when I made my own visiting card and uh, I started showing off to my friends saying look here's my visiting card and back then you know when you're in college and uh, you have a visiting card it's like a cool thing because everyone's still waiting to get into a job and you're already handing out visiting cards Mm -hmm. Uh, so slowly I got noticed my friends and they started asking me to do small jobs for their parents businesses or for themselves right? for college events and uh, that's how you know Hidden Inflections was started your first company yeah my first company uh, and uh, i think uh, in my uh, second year of engineering i happened to just uh, uh, come upon an idea with a friend of mine who uh, was a classmate uh, back in school and uh, we decided to start this t-shirt and apparel company called Goti apparel mm-hmm. and uh, once we did that uh, we started doing uh, shirts for different college shows, brunch branches and other colleges out of mysore we we shipped shirts uh, across the country to north india to uh, IITs and all of
1: this when you guys were yeah. 19 right
0: yeah while well, we were 19 so uh, it was uh, quite a journey uh, you know you know, juggling uh, college life family life and work mm-hmm. uh, I think many people uh, would have a tough time just juggling college life and family life but I had to had another life to juggle that is work too right so uh, often you know I would end up working late nights uh, and then sleeping in class and there was the common, uh, you know, the theme uh, across the four yeah. years. No, it was the common complaint of all the lecturers. So it would go even up to the uh, HOD and the principal saying mm-hmm. that you know, this guy is always sleeping in class. Uh, but so, how would your
1: parents uh, take this? Like, you know, how, uh, how receptive were they to this feedback and you doing these new things? I,
0: I don't think it went up to them because, you know, in college there's not much of, uh, you know, things going up to the parents. If right. I was in school then definitely yeah. my parents <laughs> would be called every day. Right. Uh, but uh, otherwise the parents have always been supportive of me, You know, uh, initially also uh, once I decided to take the leap and once I decided, I actually have uh, never attended a single placement and training activity. Uh, so That's pretty ballsy of <laughs> you. <laughs> no, actually in my first year itself I told them that you know I am not going to attend so uh, I haven't been to a single placement training or uh, uh, interview. Uh, I really take interviews these days, uh, so. Oh,
1: uh, okay. Let, <laughs> let, let me just stop you like right that. So, in the first year itself, you knew that you're not going to take up a job. You, so was that was was that the voice inside your head? Was that your gut you were listening to?
0: Yeah, I think uh, what happened was that uh, I was lucky to find something that I was passionate about and. Uh, I thought you know if if I have already have something going for me, why why take up a job and work with someone else? That's awesome. So uh, this happened, and you started uh, doing this
1: when you were eighteen, right? Yeah. So was was there like a, was there a time period when you were exploring, and then you found that, that this is what you wanted to do, or was that something good, was it more deliberate?
0: Uh, it basically, like I said, it's uh, more of a chance uh, thing, and uh, what happened was you know one thing led to another, and. Uh, Things just progressed. Uh, I would say, you know, uh, it's some things that are beyond our understanding, maybe. But again, uh, like you said, it, uh, it's. Uh, I had uh, this uh, some voice inside my head that told me that I could do this. Okay. Uh, it was not something that was consciously there, but it was something that I felt. And uh, uh, what happened was that. Uh, Many times, like, you know, in any entrepreneur's life, they're ups and downs, so mm-hmm. there times that you are totally down and you'll be like, you know, why, why am I doing this and, you know, What am I doing with yeah, life? what am I doing with <laughs> my life? But but then again, next day when you wake up, things are back to normal. Right. So I think uh, perseverance is one thing that every entrepreneur needs to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what, uh, whenever anyone asks me, you know, any, uh, like, students or any aspiring entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. what is the one advice, advice you have for us? I would say, you know, always, you know, keep persevering and don't give up. Because uh, from books I've read and uh, other stories that I've seen, that's one common uh, theme. theme right. uh, people who never give up are people who succeed.
1: That's that's great advice. I generally do this segment at the end of the show, <laughs> but I think we've come back to, we've got it here. That's, itself, that's yeah. good. Okay. So uh, you were in your first first year, second company.
0: Yeah, Uh, I was actually I think in my second year Uh, so I started Mm -hmm. my second company and uh, what happened was uh, then after that uh, we merged it with the same heat inflections that I started and while I was in my third year uh, since I was doing mechanical engineering, uh, my lectures used to taunt me being like you know you are doing a mechanical engineering what are you doing playing with computers. And uh, I was like, okay, fine, so I'm doing my mechanical engineering, why don't I start something since I'm already into entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. I start something related to that. So casually while browsing uh, online, I happened to come upon this uh, new technology called 3D printing. Okay. And I was like blown away with it and how we could, you know, just create 3D objects from nothing, from digital designs and uh, i during one something
1: of, like out of a cartoon show yeah, right
0: <laughs> so during one of our classes i just showed it to my uh, cl- uh, classmates and i said okay why don't we build our own 3d printer uh, and they were like okay fine so what happened was after college we started meeting up and we built our own 3d printer mm-hmm. and uh, and then for someone in Mysore you know who's never seen 3d printing this was like mind blowing and cutting and stuff. Uh, yeah people were amazed and uh, slowly, uh, more people wanted to come and see the printer and we, we started putting up uh, pictures of things that we printed uh, and uh, what happens is that we went on to actually take part in many competitions. Uh, we had been to this competition called uh, NITV's quest for the next bi- business idea. Okay. Uh, so we were actually uh, up against the top people from the B schools and uh, IAMs and things like that. And uh, we, we were one of the six finalists of that show. All India. All India. Awesome. <laughs> so uh, we uh, actually uh, uh, happened to come on uh, NATV in the finals and uh, the host was Raji Makani. so another great, uh, so he happened to compliment us on the idea and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that uh, I happened to also fulfill one of my items on my bucket list which is uh, winning the Tata first start. Uh, it's, it's a, actually a competition for student startups. Okay. And I've been eyeing it from my first year ever since I started entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, my final year of college, uh, we were chosen as one of the first. So, in your student
1: life itself, that, that also got completed?
0: No, it was actually a student life uh, kind of goal. Okay. So, it's a competition for startups, uh, for basically started by students. Mm-hmm. So, we were chosen among the top five student startups. Nice. So and all of these are all in
1: here right just, yeah.
0: just to make yeah, it again, clear yeah. okay so, uh, so we were handed the trophy by i think uh, Atul Agarwal who is a uh, head of corporate uh, communication at Tata awesome yeah. so that was another big uh, achievement achievement for us uh, and then like I said, uh, like, thanks to God's grace I passed my engineering, uh, so no more juggling time, uh, I had a lot more time on my hands. Right.
1: Was it your emotional energy that uh, pushed you you through like those four years?
0: Yeah, I think uh, the whole ordeal made me a stronger person, it changed me. Uh, I was able to handle time better, handle people better. Mm. Uh, Initially, I couldn't even get myself to fire people, I had to get get my partners to fire people. Uh, I couldn't say no to people and Mm things like that, so uh, the journey has made me overcome those kind of uh, audios. And uh, I think uh, after I finished my engineering, that's when things started to scale up and we took up our first uh, office uh, in Vijayanagar, okay, uh, and uh, we started hiring people from college, our friends, basically mm. part-time people. And you've
1: also fulfilled. you not going to placement, so they yeah, were, yeah. The, the, all that nonsense yeah, was yeah. off your plate, so you could just focus on your yeah, company.
0: Yeah, uh, the, the my like I said, my parents never they obviously once in a while used to say, you know, why don't you take up a job and all, but mm-hmm. I used to be like, no, nowhere I'm working for someone. Right. Uh, I think. Uh, what happens is uh, every time uh, you uh, start working for yourself, you know, you can never like work for someone after that, because uh, it's hard to, you know, be your own boss and then afterwards have someone as your boss. Right. Uh, you want to be in that position. Yeah. Right. It's not it's not about <laughs> being a position of power, it's about, uh, you know, having to take orders from someone else when you know that you've been running the show for some time. Right. Uh, I think that's why many startups, you know, uh, kind of uh, fail, or falter because, you know, for a while the founder is running stuff and then they have investors mm-hmm. and other people coming and telling them what to do. They hounding them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it happened with housing. It happened with many other startups. Right. Uh, so, uh, like I said, uh, after my engineering, uh, we started scaling up. We took up our first office, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we started venturing into other fields in the same industry, uh, we slowly h- started hiring people. We, we got a first full, full-time employee. Uh, I think that was like a milestone for us right. because uh, all this while we were just, you know, uh, working for ourselves mm-hmm. basically and then now we had to pay someone's salary, we had to pay rent. Right. Uh, so that, that kind of drove us to uh, work harder and, you know, uh, basically uh, push ourselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, all this, while, all that while, you know, the passion was something that was driving us. So it wasn't uh, something that we, we, we didn't have to, you know, wake up every morning and be like, oh, I have to go to work. It wasn't like yeah, those typical Monday blues. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although there were some days when you didn't feel like going to work and you couldn't. And, and but you could, you could take yeah. that decision. Yeah, like, okay, just not going yeah, to work. Yeah, the good <laughs> point about being an entrepreneur is that you can say, okay, fine, I'm not going to work. But how many days
1: have you actually done that in the past few years? Uh,
0: not many, actually. <laughs> so yeah it's kind of a paradox uh, many people think that you know becoming entrepreneur they can like just relax on a beach the whole day it's not like
1: that. people have this wrong notion of an overnight success, right? Yeah. Because they just know that from the moment they became successful.
0: That, yeah. Nobody knows the story yeah. of the
1: 10 years of hard yeah. work that they would yeah. have put in in the background.
0: Yeah, that's another thing that I usually speak about yeah, when I, I, I talk to students and all. Right? Uh, there are many stories of companies. For example, even the Pokemon Go. I don't know if you've heard yeah. about it. Yeah. So ten, Big Pokemon fan. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and even there's... Uh, Many, I have a couple of videos that show, you know, how people struggle and, right. and then peop- uh, what happens is that people around them think that, you know, they just became a success, but they don't know the story behind it. Right. Uh, so, what happened is uh, after that, we uh, business started uh, scaling up and then we actually shifted to a new office, uh, more commercial location. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started hiring more full-time people because <laughs> we saw that you know part-time people are not very dependable. Right. Uh, clients started complaining and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you know, being in a new location, we started getting new business and uh, things uh, started to grow. And uh, eventually, we happened to convert to a private limited company mm-hmm. around uh, I think almost a year back. Okay. So. Uh, Today we are a private limited company, Miracle Media Private Limited. Okay. Uh, so what started off as a you know one man show is now 13, 14 of us working together, nice. and uh, most of I think uh, 50, 60 to 70 percent of our staff is uh, lesser than 25 years. Okay. Uh, nice. uh, including myself. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, we have two or three senior people working with us. Uh, A couple of our directors are senior people. Okay. Uh, And, uh, you know, today we are aiming for, you know, expanding to another city and things like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a big challenge and also at the same time another golden opportunity. Yeah. Right. Uh, So, like you said, uh, passion is what drives uh, me and uh, that's what I try to inculcate in the team too, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, having them to work for their passion, not for money. Uh, we try to you know encourage uh, people uh, who uh, love art or who love design to right. work uh, and whenever we conduct interviews we hardly look at their resumes. we just look at their uh, willingness to work, their portfolio, mm-hmm. how good they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know marks uh, comes, we even ready to hire them if they don't have a degree. Okay. As long as they… Their portfolio you, is yeah, good continue. and you
1: are able to see that yeah. they are willing to work, that's nice. So yeah, at least you're giving opportunity to to talent. the people just with the talent, right? Okay, yeah.
0: So for us, talent is what matters. So that's what we t- tell them always. You know, if you're talented and hardworking, you know, marks really don't matter to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the story until now. So yeah. what what plans do
1: you have uh, for the future? It, it seems like uh, you've achieved stuff that people generally take <laughs> like like 30 or 40 years. It, it's it's yeah. it for me. Uh, your story has a lot to, lot of parallels uh, to that of Richard Branson of Virgin. Okay. Because uh, I remember reading that he named his company Virgin because there were a group of virgins who were working in that company. Okay. Okay. So, uh, it, it's a very similar young uh, youngster vibe, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and at that point of time, uh, I know that he had like, uh, you know, extremely big aspirations and yeah. he did go on to fulfill those aspirations. Mm-hmm. Then I know He's him. a
0: big, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, inspiration for me. I, right. I read a lot of his books and... Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he and Steve Jobs are you know two of my biggest uh, uh, role models okay uh, so like I said looking at the future we' are looking to you know scale up the company mm-hmm. uh, expand more cities uh, and obviously grow the team you know for another uh, what do say? Aspirational goal for me is to give employment to more people. Okay. Uh, so there was a, there was a time in between here you know, when uh, we had just taken up the new office and things weren't going good. But I used to push myself every day, saying that you know at least uh, you may not be earning as much as your classmates, but uh, at least giving employment to someone. Yeah. So uh, I think you know, looking at uh, giving more employment to people, helping people. Uh, grow their businesses mm-hmm. because that's that's what uh, industry we are in, advertising and media. Right. Uh, so that's uh, something that we look at in, uh, go, uh, looking at the future.
1: Okay. So, uh, but personally, what what are your personal goals like? like <laughs> uh, 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 tell me the transformation of uh, the Nikhil who was 17 okay. and the Nikhil who is uh, today.
0: Okay. Yeah. So uh, when I was 17, I was uh, probably a big introvert, and. Uh, what happened was that uh, okay so when i was 17 uh, i was a big uh, introvert and uh, I, I highly used to talk to people i used to just be at home the whole day uh, and you know being an entrepreneur it's, you know taught me a lot of things changed me uh, actually that's something that i want uh, to talk to people about more about how you know taking up the journey of entrepreneurship uh, can help you you know be a better person and also you know grow your skills and uh, uh, what happened was you know like I said initially I couldn't get myself to even say no or fire people but mm. today uh, you know there's so many things that you have to handle and you have to learn to handle people better and right. uh, handle time better and those are a lot of things that I've learned early uh, which is kind of like a blessing to me. Right. Really? Uh, like I said many people take years to you know actually master some skills. And uh, start their own company. Mm-hmm. Right? I was lucky to start early.
1: Right, but was there? Um, so um, I, I always talk about this, uh, uh, you know, distinction between people who are driven by fear versus people who are driven by faith. Okay. Right. And uh, I, I, feel that uh, in at least in India, where uh, we are, I think we are conditioned to, you know, be like employees. Like you know, yeah. th- our definition of success has now become like, you no, know, how much do you earn, or which fancy company do you work for, instead of how happy are you or you know things like that so from our childhood i think we're conditioned to that fear is conditioned into our brain and it takes like a bunch of work for us to move from that fear to the faith mm-hmm. but for me uh like listening to your story it seems like you're more driven like you're extremely self-confident you you knew the kind of uh, like the role that you will play in your life and in your first year itself, you said that I'm not going to be sitting for interviews. I'm going to be I'm going to be an employer and not an employee, right? And that that takes immense amounts of clarity. So, how, how did your upbringing uh, and your parents uh, you know help you get to this point? Okay.
0: Uh, I think uh, one thing about uh, being driven by uh, faith and not fear is uh, uh, you. Uh, what happens is that. Uh, there are times when obviously fear kicks in, but uh, having that uh, dedication and uh, will to succeed is, uh, you know, overcomes that fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I often tell uh, my friends a story about uh, uh, two rabbits. Okay. Uh, I think you can tell us also. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> what happens is, actually they are not rabbits, I uh, will change them to squirrels. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so they are two squirrels and they happen to uh, bury a, a nut in the ground. Okay. Uh, so, one squirrel actually buries one of the, the nut in the ground and uh, years pass and then uh, one time there is no uh, food for them mm. and the one squirrel remembers that there is a nut in the ground and it starts uh, digging. Okay. Uh, so, what happens is that uh, it starts digging, digging and the nut is pretty deep in the ground because years are passed and there is a lot of uh, debris, debris on top of it uh and you know it, a couple of hours pass, and uh, the other other school are still digging with it mm. but uh, the school that buried the nut in there you know knows that the nut is there, so it, mm. it keeps on digging, but the other school is just just seeing the other school is digging okay, so it eventually gives up mm. and the the first school that actually buried the nut is the one that you know gets the nut right. Uh, So, it's kind of a metaphorical uh, uh, thing about, you know, following your passion. So, once you know that you have a goal or uh, something out there, Mm -hmm. uh, however hard it is or however long it takes, uh, you keep digging until you find that. So, I think that's what uh, drives me. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, I was lucky to, you know, very early in age, you know, uh, decide that I want to do something and, uh, you know, set my mind on it. Right. Uh, it's actually uh, you. You say that uh, uh, it's you know I've I've achieved quite a bit for my age, but according to me, I've actually lagged uh, a lot behind. You're,
1: you're a you're a typical overachiever. <laughs> like overachievers
0: don't think that they're overachievers, <laughs>
1: right? But yeah, I'm not trying to flatter you or anything, but that, that's just something that I feel, and that that's something that you know I've seen a lot of people feel as well. But see, these are these are the things that drives us, yeah. right? The, the fact that we feel that there is so much more to do, yeah. and is these are the things that drive us, and yeah. I guess that's the same for you too.
0: <laughs> that's like, uh, what you say, uh, the whole grass is green on the other side, right. uh, So, uh, but actually, uh, like you said, uh, you know, being driven by faith is much better than being driven by fear, because, right. uh, you know, fear, uh, when you're driven by fear, you know, your mind is not at ease. Mm. But uh, when you're driven by faith, you know, you have, you have a clear vision and a, uh, you, have, you can actually uh, do whatever you set your mind to. Right. So I guess, uh, like if I have
1: to condense everything, right, I guess it, it, it was a decision that you made, right? At the end of the day, yeah. it, to summarize it to a point, it was a decision, right? Because your life changed with that decision.
0: Yeah, but uh, the whole point is that it, it was an unconscious decision more than a conscious decision. Right. Now, in hindsight, you know that it's yeah. a decision. Okay. Uh, so, I don't know what uh, what you say was driving me when I was, uh, you know, back back then when I was 18 or right. 19, but right. looking back, uh, uh, like Steve Jobs said, all the doors connect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I've had a great uh, fun, i met a lot of uh, in, you know, great people, I've traveled around the country, you know, mm-hmm. attending business plan competitions and uh, meeting other entrepreneurs. I, I think that's another thing that actually keeps me going, you know, looking at other people who mm-hmm. are actually even younger than me, who, who are actually more than me. <laughs> uh, you call it uh, being an overachiever, but I, I, I just look up to them. So, I think, you know, for all of us, uh, we have uh, our own uh, wavelengths and I think all of us have our own, uh, you know, standards uh, of where we want to be at uh, right. particular ages. So, right. uh, I think I, I would probably have to interview them and tell them that they are our <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I, I think what, what, what you said, right, like you just didn't, it, it was just something that you did and it's something yeah. that worked out. But... Um, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, the the major setbacks and the stuff that you learned from them or how you were able to overcome them
0: I think uh, uh, major setbacks would be one, one like I said you know managing time okay and uh, second is you know reading people and trusting people so uh, I think I was lucky early early to in life to be you know betrayed and uh, you know come across people who shouldn't be trusted okay uh, it it set me back by you know some quite a bit of uh, time and uh, effort but uh, i like to look at it as uh, the positive things uh, you know saying that uh, it's better now than ever, you know in the future when absolutely like so i
1: feel that these experiences inform the rest of our life yeah so the earlier it happens yeah, the, the better, yeah. better right
0: so, some more optimistic approach. Rather than looking back and saying that you know why did I meet this guy, mm-hmm. be happy that you know he taught you a lesson that it will probably you know keep you going for a lifetime. Right. So,
1: uh, is it safe to call you an optimist?
0: Mm, yeah. I, it, it is. I've been told I've been, I'm i an optimist. So okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, before we wrap up,
1: I I do like these the standard set of okay. questions. So, uh, the standard set of questions are. Uh, The first one, if you have to describe yourself as an animal, which would it be?
0: Um, I would say monkey. Okay. Because one is, uh, according to the Chinese Zodiac, I'm a monkey. Okay. Uh, And also, you know, I'm more of a playful uh, person, but at the same time, monkeys are extremely smart. (laughs) Uh, We all evolved from them, so uh, I think I I would go with monkey.
1: Nice. Uh, The second question is, uh, what's the one advice or uh, one actionable thing that you could tell people who are uh, tuning in and who are uh, keen to follow their passion? Um, uh,
0: First, I I would say two things. Okay. Please, by all means. (laughs) So, first thing would be to, uh, uh, like Steve Jobs said, follow your heart. Okay. Uh, So, if you have something that you're really passionate about and if you're one of the lucky people that actually know what they're passionate about, because I know many people who don't. Mm -hmm. Uh, Follow your passion Okay So you know Like again Hrish said You know Screw it Just do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that is the first thing (coughs) And then secondly Once you uh, start Following your passion Mm -hmm. Don't stop Persevere Persevere So I think I mentioned it During the interview
1: Okay Okay So two things are uh, To persevere And to follow your heart Yeah
0: Okay Uh, I think Follow your heart And then persevere
1: Correct. <laughs> uh, the third and uh, the last thing uh, that I generally ask people is something, honestly, I have forgotten. but okay. is there anything else that you've not said in the rest of the show uh, that you would like to share with our listeners? Um, Um, is there anything that they can do uh, can they reach out to you how open would you be to for like questions uh, emails
0: uh, I'm always uh, happy to help people you know follow their passion and goals okay Um, so this uh, is a good thing that you're doing yeah so I actually uh, love helping entrepreneurs start up and uh, because it's also a part of my business, you know. We have, what we do every day is, you know, helping small and medium-sized businesses scale up, right? Uh, advertise, get more customers. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm happy to help anyone who you know, writes in or uh, contacts me on Facebook or anything. Okay. Uh, and just say you heard it on the past podcast.
1: Okay, done. Uh, I think it, it's been. Uh, I've had a wonderful time, Nikhil. Uh, thank you so much again for making it yeah. and. Uh, I hope we get to talk soon. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.